0: Welcome to episode 12 of Strategy and Conversion. We're back once again, Mark, doing it all again. Uh, In this episode, we're going to talk about how you can actually get someone to do 80% of the work for you and how it just needs your expertise on top of that to basically make a product or service or or whatever it is that you're creating even better and obviously take it to market and benefit from that. And, And I guess the word to use, Mark, is innovation is that right yeah great word. Yeah. You know? and i know from the last couple of uh, podcasts we've been we've been teasing people about a story that you were going to tell about thomas edison and yeah. uh, we we actually i can remember when when you first were telling me about it as well we um we were trying to think who it was <laughs> it, it took us a minute who who was it who was it yeah um and, and the reason we were talking about this is i, I was i was uh, mentioning to you about a kind of a a product which is out there in the market and and i was saying that it kind of basically only gets you this far and what i want to do is i kind of want to add this extra kind of bit into it to take you the, the next kind of part and you and you just turn around and you said well look that's innovation yeah that, that's that's all anything ever is is that you you're creating something that you're taking something that has already been created and you're improving it to make it work even better yeah and then that's when that's the, right. the Thomas Edison story came out. So tell us a bit about that.
1: I will. I will. Just to, put, just to go on to that point, I mean, innovation is, is there's not many things, unless you're really, really radically out there, that uh, that you'll you'll invent for the first time. The wheel's been done many, many times. So it is, innovation is just bringing two ideas together. And Edison was, what well, I find Edison fascinating, because I heard so many times about how Edison kept on trying to to invent the incandescent light bulb, and he tried time after time and time, and I and I got to the stage I thought, so how did he do it? Well, so so everyone talks about it. So 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 what is it? And it was um and it, it it came about after after years of trying. So the problem with the light bulb was that um he 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 Edison realized that uh, you know if you've got a filament and you put electric electricity through the filament, it lights up, but then it gets oxygen and it burns out. And that was, that was the basic problem, is that, first of all, was getting the, the, the supply to, to light up the, uh, um, the element, if you like, and then stopping it burning out. And uh, I, can't remember it came, I can't remember exactly the circumstance of when the idea came to him, but he knew about the electricity, as I say, putting a power, in power surge, and he knew about vacuums and the things that don't burn in a vacuum because there's no oxygen. But it took him years to realise to put them together. So eventually the the incandescent light bulb, as we know it, well, we we don't know because we're all onto LEDs and stuff like that. But the one that's been around, one that was around for so long was simply was that he managed to find a system whereby he could put um, the element inside a glass vacuum, which was the bulb, okay, put electricity through this element so it lit up but because it had no oxygen, it never burnt out. Uh, uh, well, they do eventually, don't they? They eventually go because they just kind of deteriorate. But the whole idea was that he just took those two ideas. It was that uh, the, the, something doesn't burn in a vacuum because it has no oxygen, and electricity through a wire produces light. Put them together, which took a long time and a lot of expertise, obviously, in those days. Um, and that was the incandescent light bulb. And that was the thing that he took so many attempts to get right because he knew that he knew what he was trying to do, but it wasn't until he sparked onto the vacuum idea that
0: he realized that he was he'd been barking up a, a wrong tree. So to speak. It, it fascinates me, mate. You know, j- just because it's it's like for one, you think how long ago that was. Yeah. You know? So it's yeah. not like you could just Google something, right? It's no. like you know, how do I no, make this? Right, or no. How how exactly. can I do something here? You know, there's nothing like that. So it was all kind of trial and error. Yeah. But but it what was. I really love about it is like. You kind of taking two things which are already there. They already work in their own right. Yeah, and all you're doing is you're just combining them, you're, you're yeah. fusing them, and you're creating a new product. You know, you're, yeah. you're the best way to kind of put it is you're solving a problem.
1: You're, you're solving you're, with, you're, with you're, a solution, yeah. right? Yeah, and yeah. I know we've talked about this before and just a while back, but I, I just noticed, um, um, I just noticed something the other day. So um, it's it's the son of my uh, partner's. Uh, girlfriend so he was he was stroking a dog with a glove which had a comb in it and what a fantastic piece of innovation that innovation that is so many people stroke their dogs and they shed hair so they get hair all over their hands many people comb their dogs to get rid of the hair and I know this is quite an old product now but what a fantastic innovation it was for someone to design a glove to put a comb in it so you get the best of both worlds it's an innovative product. You're stroking your dog, and meanwhile, you're grooming it at the same time. And such a simple idea, but I su- I suspect that the uh, the designer of that glove is probably a multi-millionaire by now because is it's it, just um, a simple idea.
0: Do I, just, even when you're talking now, I'm I'm just starting to think then different kind of items that come up. And it's like, yeah, it's not. Pro- probably everyone has like a um, like a potato masher. You know in yeah. it you know in, in their, their cupboard or their drawer or whatever and it's like yeah okay look so, someone's come up with that to solve a problem yeah right and it's like no matter how kind of small it is you know it, it just solves such that such a small yeah. problem that everyone buys them
1: yeah exactly <laughs> you
0: know? and it's like that's all you're looking to do right is for yeah. people to to kind of buy your product and stuff like that and another thing that I was thinking then where like you said is it, that kind of putting two things together and come up with something else there's there's the whole kind of story of um, Spanx, the in uh, i forget the lady's name now obviously in america where is that uh, the kind of uh, women's um kind kind of underwear stuff where they they just took a pair of tights or, or pantyhose or whatever it is you know in, in america and they kind of cut off just above the knee Right. So, that, so that women could wear this and and get the benefits from it from wearing it without then people seeing that they were wearing it and that's how they then evolved it into this whole kind of spanking but it's like it's a multi-billion dollar yeah. industry now I know.
1: simple you isn't know? it it's it's the simple ideas of uh, uh, and and it's the simple ideas that like that that really really generate because there's not much there's actually not much effort involved the effort is is the thinking it's the kind it's of mindset if you like the Edison mindset is I will not fail I will carry on until I find out how this works and um, that's that that mindset of never giving up until you're happy that you have a product that really does what you what you set out for it to do so it's a vision at the very beginning so you start off with a vision Edison's I want a light bulb that I can switch on and off and just does does the job Um, the the, the person with the dog grooming glove I just want to be able to groom my dog the vision is there and it's the different attempts you know even with the glove I suspect there's many times when the material wasn't quite right the comb wasn't strong enough so there's probably different iterations of that that needed to to be done but the guy never gave up Edison well all women (laughs) never gave up but Edison never gave up he just went on and on and on and um, that's another secret
0: you said, obviously, you know, when you were, were starting to tell that story as well, you then said about, you know, we all have LEDs now. Yeah. It's like, that is the kind of natural, kind. Of, I say natural, that that is the innovation, isn't it? That, that's the next kind of step. You know, yeah. Someone, yeah, yeah. Someone's looking at the improvement all the time. It's like, okay, yeah. look, we have something that works. It, it's, it solves the problem. We have the solution here. Okay. But now we want it to be more efficient. You yeah. know, we, we want it to last longer. We want it to do this. We want it to do that. So how can we make it better? And I guess the, it's a similar story with, with Dyson, you know, with with, with the vacuum. Is yeah, that, yeah. You know, everyone kind of knew it as Hoover, right? Everyone, yeah, you know, were, that, yeah. that was the name until, and I don't know what it's like in, in the States, but I know over here is that, you know, Dyson is the kind of leading brand. I know you have different ones now that have come around that, that tried to like rival it. But, you know, someone mentioned the vacuum. You think of Dyson?
1: Yeah. And it's of like,
0: I can't even remember the, the number now, but the amount of, kind of designs and patterns and stuff like that he went through, you yeah. know, for them not to work. Yeah. And they just keep going and keep going and keep going to obviously where they are now. Yeah. You know, I mean they're only up the road from us so, you know where, where they are. But yeah. it's like it's mental, isn't it? That yeah. you know you could have gave up at any point.
1: That's right. And this is, comes back to and I don't know we've talked about this in many, many different podcasts and trainings that we've done. But this is what comes back to the vision. If you've got the vision and it's strong enough that you really know that you want to produce something that is going to Save time, change people's lives, make their lives easier—all all those kind of different things. It's something that is going to enhance and give value to people. Then, and and if it's if it's a strong enough desire, you're going to carry on with it, carry on until you perfect it. Um, and that's, as you say, that's the secret. If the vision's not strong enough, that's when things get dropped.
0: Um, totally. And it, yeah, you know, it, I think there's there's a lot of things there that, that kind of vision being strong enough and the desire there. Yeah, and I think yeah. it comes back a bit to the the kind of sports stuff that we we spoke about before as well about that kind of mentality of right, okay, I have to succeed and we, You know, we spoke about the the likes of Michael Jordan that, you know, he uh, when training finishes or or before training starts, he, he's already doing his, his training. You know, always doing extra yeah. training yeah. because yeah. it's it's always one more one more to yeah. to make this this work properly, and it's like, you know, I, I guess it just it takes over you. It becomes that beast that you're, yeah, you're trying exactly. to improve it, but. I think that that to me is that whole kind of you know is is it a purpose is, is it a why but it's just having that that whatever it is that you're like I have to make this work yeah you know and
1: do you know what's interesting about that I'm, I'm just thinking of I mean I'm not a, I'm not a huge golf player by any stretch of the imagination but my dad was but I remember there was um, the golf golf balls dim you never used to have dimpled golf balls golf balls are just uh, just just you know spheres, mm. um, and there was obviously somebody who decided wanted to be able to hit this ball harder and faster and higher than anyone else. He wanted to get on in the game, and I don't know when it came about because I said I'm not a golfer, but the whole idea of the of the dimpled golf ball, which flies further and apparently higher and can be hit harder, and 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 what an innovation that was! Just a simple change of design from a of a, of a round smooth object. just putting dimples in it so uh, Mm -hmm. it's it's in every walk of life it's and the things that we sort of look at we just look at it and don't even think about it we think someone actually spent the time to look at this and think how can I make this better that's what it comes down to how can I make this better for for, for myself obviously in his case with the golf ball but how can I make it better for myself and for others what can I do to it? How can
0: I just adjust
1: it slightly? It may, you know, it could have been a total failure, but the point is you give it
0: a go. You know, you, you, you keep trying. So, it's, quite, it's quite interesting actually. I was, I was just thinking then about how much do you have to improve something for <sighs> it to be seen as it being kind of new? Because I, I don't think you really do. And and the reason I'm, I'm thinking about that, I, I was listening to, I was listening to a podcast the other week and there's a guy in there, he's, he's talking a lot about uh, diets and the, the different kind of fad diets that come around and yeah I, I won't go into to any of the kind of details but he's talking about one type of diet and he said he said all this is is th- this kind of diet which was like popular 20 years ago with a different name <laughs> and he said that that's all it is he said yeah. but it's just like it's the trend right now people are loving it people are doing it you know but all it is is just that from 20 years ago
1: yeah, yeah he's just exactly.
0: like you know that there is okay you know that that isn't innovation, but in one respect, you've kind of you know you've repackaged, you've changed the name. You've repackaged, yeah, yeah. Is, is there an element there of it still being different? Well,
1: it's interesting. That's a copywriter's dream, right? Really. Yeah. You change your headline, <laughs> and all of a sudden, it sounds like hotcakes. It's amazing. But is that innovation? I guess it. So, I guess you can argue that it is because it's 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 refreshing something, making making because you know this is the whole thing with value isn't it you've a, a value there's a thing called perceived value as opposed to you, you something can be valuable to somebody and but but if they if they see something and they don't pay any attention to it if you just change something like the name of the diet for example or a headline on a piece of copy um, and somebody reads it and gets more more value from it there's a perceived value that you've changed that and it's become more readily available for to yeah, for people to consume and you know no one some this this diet which was 20 years old was was brought together by somebody didn't really take or did take off then but then um, tailed off then the new the new repackaging comes along and it's adding value to people again so yeah you could argue
0: that is innovation i'd say so there's so many stories about that as well and it's repackaging is something that I recommend quite a lot for for stale products and, and stuff like that you know so someone's got a stale product or service is not really you know doing the traction that it once did or you know it's not really getting anywhere we, we re- repackage it and usually that just means that we're changing the name and what we're doing with the name is we're actually combining the outcome into the name okay. and then we we'll are go we're going through the benefits rather than the features yeah and there's so many stories like this over the years which which work really well there's there's a, a great kind of example I give on, on different videos that there's a, a book that came out in the late 80s and it was called Astrological Love. Right. Yeah. And it, and it went on to sell something like 5,000 copies or, or something like that. And then it went out of out print, you know. Uh, it then came back to market in the, the late 90s and it was the exact same book, but this time it had a different front cover and a different title. And it went on to sell something like 2 million copies. And it's like the, the title of the book was how to satisfy any woman and have her beg for more. Right. <laughs> so it's just like, it's the exact same book, mm. but all it is really is the title and, and the information on the front cover has changed to tell people what the book is about. Yeah. And sure. there, there's another one actually that, that I saw with, um, it, it, it talks about outsourcing. So it was a book that was something that I think it was early nineties. And it basically just says how to outsource your, your business and have f- things run on autopilot, something along those lines anyway, yeah, okay. right? And it just, it never really did anything. I think it, it sold something like a few hundred copies. And then Tim Ferriss came out with the four-hour work week, wow. which was exactly the same, not not the, the same kind of information word for word or anything like that, but the same concept, the same purpose, you know, of that out your business. But just because it was the four-hour work week. Yeah. You know, and even even with, um, with Apple, for example, with the, the iPod, You know, anyone kind of thinks of of the iPod and stuff like that, they're going to think of Apple. But they weren't the first people to come out with a portable MP3 player. There were actually a couple of different companies on the market that had it. And all they did really is they just took the technology, they made Mm -hmm. it the Appleware, whatever they did. Mm -hmm. But their kind of marketing message, their branding was a thousand songs in your pocket rather than a a 32 gig, you know, MP3 machine. Uh, what a what a headline! And, a and and is that so? Like you were saying, with copywriting and stuff like that, and that whole kind of repackaging, is is, is that innovation? Yeah. Well, that's a, yeah, that's a big debate, isn't it? I mean, is it?
1: Well, I suppose, um, is it, if you're not changing anything, and just maybe the the heading, you can argue that it isn't. Mm. But if you take that um adage about <clears throat> adding value to more people. And just by changing the heading or changing the product title you are, then you're instead of reaching, say, a thousand people as as maybe some of those products first did. And then reaching a million people, then you're actually adding value to far more people. So you could argue that it's a subtle type of innovation. Some people could say it's just rebranding. Is that innovation? I guess, again, you could argue that it is um it's it's in innovation is is because you are bringing something else together you still have one product but you're bringing in a new headline you're bringing in something that's making it slightly different the description so you still have that uh um you still have that premise of bringing two things together and you're adding more value to people's lives maybe the same content but more people are now prepared to open it read it or listen to it or do whatever whereas they weren't before and so it, it's it's having a beneficial effect on so many more people so i would argue that yeah it is innovation
0: i guess, I guess maybe that that is the key there like you said is is adding benefits yeah so it's making something more, more beneficial and you know are, are words you know equal in that yeah i guess i guess it more respect because you're, you're helping someone understand yeah what that kind of product would be for and i guess we, we've kind of gone down a bit of a a rabbit hole with this at the minute but i guess when we're talking about kind of innovation and we've spoke a lot about products and so we look at services as well really all we're looking to do is, is possibly add something on mm. or bundle it with, with something else yeah you know that it creates a new product you know a, a new service a, a new offering and that could be something really simple so i mean if you had say you know um just say you had a course and you know that you, you sold this course and, you know, people bought it, people went through the course, they were happy, but that's all you did. Maybe you could add then in, you know, some sort of coaching call. Yeah. At the end of it or, or within, after a certain period of time. So people do the course and then they've got six months to complete whatever it is. And then, you know, they, they get the chance to, to speak with you or something like that and that keeps them on track or, and keeps them moving to the next stage. And I guess that, that is the kind of innovation then of just improvement of improving the, the product or service that you're offering just yeah. by adding something onto it
1: adding something on that will give that that will give more value to people i think that's the that's the that's the, the as you said the benefits it's the what can i give as an extra benefit or an added benefit to this um and it's interesting because i so as you know i've got this model that i've created called great for the copywriting and um yeah ada there's all sorts of models been around and they're still yeah, there's still some really successful ones, and a lot of people talk about ADA the attention, interest, desire, and action uh, model, which was actually back from uh, the, the late 1890s, would you believe, it was when it first wow. came out. Um, And the only th- th- and so I innovated this great model, and it's 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 it works on a lot of principles of the ADA, but I noticed that in the, uh, in the certainly in the last 10 years people now rely so much on building the authenticity and trust of people understanding that relationship we have to build a relationship with uh, um with 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 prospective buyers now uh, whether it's services or products um because relationship is key to a lot of people they want to see that trust and the only thing i i saw this kind of element of trust and 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 relationship nurturing which wasn't necessarily in this ada model so i just brought the things together and created this great model it's it's not revolutionary but it's just to me it's a bit innovative obviously i'd say that because i i sort of put it together but it's because it's saying i'm going to take these parts and integrate these parts together and we're going to make a bigger model that's easy to understand easy to remember for people to remember in their head as they're writing copy but just but just goes through the whole uh, thing about relationship building and in that model i tell people that you know you explain what the solution is to their problem but then without 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 knocking opposition or without kind of selling yourself what you do is you explain how you are different how you add more value so here's a standard solution but i add these little
0: bits on that's why you need to buy from me i think that's an it Know, i think there's a big thing there isn't it of that whole kind of competition thing i think sometimes yeah. people people get so worried about the competition or, or what the competition doing and you know we should be doing that or we should be doing this and it's like well, actually that you just need to do your own thing yeah you know don't, don't worry about them being a competition it's like really you know you need to be looking beyond that yeah you know yeah, and, and, and right. looking look, looking at potentially them being a customer of yours
1: yeah
0: you know yeah. and going that, that extra bit bit on but so like like you said as well that whole kind of thing of taking something that that works that is tried and tested yeah and then adding something into it i I think there's there's a big part of the whole kind of marketing world with that where where we are right now is that we we spoke about it before is that we say like you know the the whole kind of processes the the procedures the strategies and stuff like that they haven't changed you know over the years that they're always the same However, you know different buying habits, different technology. You know that just the fast pace of life, the amount of messages that we we see, they have changed. So although the, those kind of tactics and strategies and stuff like that before are still relevant, they're not enough on their own. No, that's right. And, that, and that's why we do have to improve them. Yeah, to, to make them work. You know, like like we said before, like things like um, you know, the, the sales funnel, for example. You know, I mean that. I think that's been a big buzzword for like the past ten years, and and I think it's a big thing because you get the likes of Russell Brunson with, with Click Funnels and, yeah. and stuff like that, and, it, and it's kind of brought it to the forefront. But really, the whole kind of concept, it's always been done. Yeah, you know, and it goes back to the like the, the whole kind of um, the whole kind of like McDonald's thing as well, where they say, "Do you want fries with that?" you know it's, that's always that's an upsell that's the sales funnel yeah. you know that's all we're yeah. doing yeah. you know we're just adding different things into it to to improve it you know and it, it, even if you look at that you look at uh, mcdonald's with do you want fries with that well you know not, now it's a meal you know so you say you want, you want some sort of burger or something they say is that a meal you know and then you say yeah and then they say is that large you know yeah. and it's always the kind of upsell that, that you're always kind of doing there
1: and mm-hmm. it isn't, isn't that interesting, you know, where, where you look at McDonald's and KFC and people like that, they took standard things they sold, so McDonald's always sold burgers, they now just added a few things to it and became mm-hmm. a meal, it's, a, it's, it's the same products brought together, packaged in a different way, it becomes innovative. And, and look at how, what it's done for them. Um, and it is just that, it's saying, okay, how, it's somebody sitting in the back room saying, okay, we've got this product, we've got these bits and pieces, how can we sell more? How can we make them more? How can we add value? Even if it's perceived value, how can we add value to people to say, instead of I want to buy, it, it, it could be simple as instead of saying, I want to buy these five things on your menu. You just say, I want to buy this one thing called a meal. And it bucket, has KFC those, yeah, the and bucket. it has all those five things in the menu. Yeah, um, I mean, look at the the, the, the one thing that um, amazes me, uh, and, and no one else has really emulated it, is the Amazon uh, shopping cart process. Mm-hmm. It, because the value it adds is, in most cases, one click, bang. If you've gone through a process before, you get to the stage where it's one click and you've bought it. Yeah, no one else I know has got that such yet. I think, Amazon, I think that, that's
0: something. Yeah, I think it's something that I've seen a bit of a trend in in the states over the past. I want to say the year. I think I think right, really okay. during the pandemic and stuff like that as well. Of not 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 so much the whole kind of retail side of of different kind of products, but if someone maybe has you know the, the likes of that, say the, the funnel software and yeah. stuff like that. You know, is that okay if they are selling uh, a course or, or something like that? They will have a one click upsell. Yeah. Buy something else, you know. But I know what what you're saying now is, as well as that, obviously, that you're already logged in. You've already got all your details already installed, you know. And all you're saying is, yeah, I I love that one.
1: Um, um, And what Amazon did was just think how can we make this process more simple, still capture the information, but an easier experience, more value, if you like to the consumer. And the consumer didn't want to keep putting in their card details and,
0: oh, we've got expiry dates. and They just were oh, one click, bang, chooom, yeah. it's done. And yes, that's- I think the, the likes of um, like Apple Pay and, and stuff like that now yeah. is, is like, okay, look, you, you've got everything on your phone. Yeah. You know, you can just pay with your phone and, yes. and, and your watch or whatever you want to do. Yeah, yeah. Watch, um, and, and it is mental. That, that, that is, I guess, that innovation is, is that, you know, that, that's the kind of stuff. Even that stuff now scares me. Where I'm just like that is like levels above right yeah you know, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking I can remember I can remember sort of like um I think it was early 90s you know and I, I was like a kid and Power Rangers was on TV and um they, they had like the they had watches where that they, they would talk to each other so it was like like walkie-talkies and i I remember talking to my cousin at the time I was like I've got this walkie-talkie like this big, right? And I'm like, I need to get this into a watch. Yeah. And, and he's like, you, you say, like, well, think how, how many components go into this, how big yeah. that infrastructure is, you need to get into a watch. And it's just yeah. like, you know, you'd never be able to do it. And then we fast forward now, like 25 years later. And it's like, yeah, yeah it is and, exactly that. And you know, and
1: that's that's where innovation sometimes can't be done in one particular space because that required components to become much more spot, okay. much smaller. And initially. The, I mean, let's face it: the innovation of the television with the great, you know, the the CR, CRT tube and everything on the back. I mean, that was amazing. This whole invention and people over the years, because because things have changed, um, components have become much more efficient and much smaller. They've been able to do it. So innovation sometimes there's a right time for it. You know, you suddenly think, ah, instead of this, we can change this and and make it smaller. And so now you've got flat screen TVs and with fantastic definition that you never used to have before. But it's always about <laughs> yes, that right. someone, always having someone having the motive of how can we make this better? And, and better means not necessarily making more money, which obviously is a kind of a byproduct of that, but better is how can we add more value to our consumer so they're gonna want to buy it? Because ultimately um, you you can make things as, I mean, I, I'll go on to that in a second. You can make things as good as you like, um, but if you don't have buyers, then that's never going to happen. And one thing I remember back in, this is showing my age now, back in, I think it must be late 70s, early 80s, um, late 70s, I think, a guy called Sinclair made a micro radio. Okay. And it was, a, and I bought one. It was a tiny, about this size. And at the, in the in those days, radios were big, great, big, huge thing. Yeah. This guy, Sinclair, made this thing amazing little thing you could only listen to it on a single headphone uh, but you could put it in your pocket and listen to it back in the 70s way ahead of its time and it never ever ever sold hardly anybody unless mugs like me bought one because they didn't have the right buyer. the buyers weren't ready for that kind of technology it was just they couldn't see that anything that small could be as a as good
0: as a as a radio they had on there that's interesting isn't it i mean i couldn't even remember back in Sort of like the early 2000s, where a um, Nokia was like one of the biggest, like, sort of phone companies and stuff like yeah. that. And the phones were always getting smaller and smaller. And it was like, it was actually quite funny if something like that, that was the joke. If someone had a, a bigger phone, it was like, oh, what's that brick? You know? Yeah. and it's sure. like it was always getting smaller and smaller. And then all of a sudden, they started getting bigger and bigger. And now, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> that now the phone's massive. It doesn't even fit no properly, right? Good. And it's yeah. like some something there, mate. Do I, I actually, I clocked this the, the other day without even really thinking about us having this chat or anything like that. But I was, I was out walking the dog I was in the park and these two girls walked past me and they were playing music from like a, a little speaker, like a little cube speaker. Right. So it was always patched to their phone and stuff like that. And they were going fast. And I was like, exactly what you were saying then about the kind of big radios is, is that you had like the ghetto blaster, right? Yeah. You yeah. Like people would walk along like m- yeah. massive radios radio. like playing yeah, yeah. play the music. And it's like, yeah. And then it really never happened.
1: Mm.
0: And then now it's back because the technology is there to make the, the something so easy and, and so yeah. simple that you can just carry it in your pocket.
1: Yeah,
0: And it's just like, it is crazy. It just goes through through cycles. But so, something I picked up on when you were talking, now, Matt, I think this is, probably, this is probably the biggest message, the biggest takeaway here, is that we're looking at innovation. We're looking at improving something. We're looking at putting things together. But actually, there are a number of mini innovations which are happening to make the big innovation, yeah. so like you you said that whole kind of thing with, with the walkie-talkie going to the watch and stuff like that, is that over time those different components were innovated, to make them smaller, to make them you yeah. know work better, work work in a different way, and then combining them with other things again innovation I guess is, is is that snowball effect, is that momentum that we talk about, is that is always putting that next step, that next step, that next step, yeah. and then it is combining to make that that end product. So I, I guess that is probably something that I, I'm I'm aware of now. J- just just from having this chat is yeah. Do you know we're always trying to take that big leap, aren't we? You know we're yes. always trying to look at okay, how can we put this together to to equal that? When actually we need to put a few different things together first before yeah. we can put the other thing together.
1: Yeah, and then normally, t- as you say, they they could be tiny little incremental changes that that you. So you could innovate something several times, make it slightly better, um, change its size or, or, or you know, product, whatever. And, and what happens is that you look at something that you had a year before and all the little steps of innovation you've taken to where you arrive now. And you look from what you have now to what a year before, and you suddenly think, wow, how that's massively different to what it was. But actually, all the way along the line, you've been making slight improvements and tweaking it. And changing it because new things have come along that you can so for example going back to yeah things like radios and and components that you suddenly somebody comes across with a, a new brighter led than you had before so some so some people now car manufacturers thought ah we could start using leds in our headlights instead of bulbs much cheaper much more efficient um and you don't have the hassle of having to replace them all the time and now they're commonplace yeah um, that's the big somebody thing, initially had that thought
0: i think i was thinking as well when when you were talking earlier just like us talking on zoom now just that kind of innovation is that what's really weird there is that it wasn't a case of and i know zoom is obviously you know i guess it's fast tracked it's kind of updates and the way it's innovated itself within the past year and a half where everyone's been using it but it's been around for quite some time i mean you know years ago i i installed zoom and I installed Zoom because Skype was starting to lack and becoming really yeah, yeah. clunky and stuff like that, you yeah. know, where, where Skype was the one before. But it's like, what, what's really interesting now is that in one respect, Zoom hasn't changed. Never the before. audience has, the, the buyer has. That's like, the thing. The buyer it? has innovated, you know, because of the pandemic and stuff like that, we've been forced to do it, obviously. Yeah. Like, yeah. You yeah. know, but that innovation has happened because of it. Yeah. And it's like how many possibilities are there now and stuff? But what what you know, I was thinking about something, mate, to to kind of I guess turn innovation on its head and look at it from a different perspective from, from business. And I was thinking about this with with the likes of Zoom. Is I reckon that Microsoft and Skype were kicking themselves that they changed Skype because I think probably a few months or you know, maybe a little bit longer, but before the pandemic, they they stopped. Um they, a little while before, they stopped personal accounts on Skype because they wanted to move it more to the business side, the corporate side, to then be involved in Teams and the whole kind of Office uh, 365 that they have now. Yeah. So they obviously, they, they, cut the, they cut their nose off to spite of their face <laughs> before, you know, they could have took advantage. But what I, I seen happen really quickly was that as soon as people started to use Zoom, Google came out with a new Rooms feature. Facebook yeah. came out with a new Rooms feature. And, you know, they, they're always kind of innovating that way. And the likes of Facebook, I think, is is a great example. Is that when, when Snapchat became really popular, you know, and, and they started doing the stories and Facebook couldn't buy them, well, they then added it to their platform. They added it, yeah. You know, and then Twitter added it and like LinkedIn have added stories and stuff yeah. like that as well, right? Yeah. And um, and, and it's always that kind of way where they're innovating. But I guess if you flip things on its head and you actually look at the the danger of when innovation happens and the market shifts to accept accept that as the new normal if you then switch as well yeah you run that risk then of just being left behind right
1: being left behind yeah absolutely and yeah isn't that the case is that i mean zoom zoom has become a runaway success really um and um skype for example yeah i know microsoft have it there but skype was it's just been uh, i know microsoft have teams and stuff but those personal things have just been left behind um and they've lost so much traction because of it um and it's yeah you this is the thing is not it? with innovation and and um it can run away it can run away with people because once you innovate a new product you then set a new standard as soon as you've innovated and people start to want, want and that's again the secret is that people have got to want to be have got to be ready for it and like you said going back to zoom zoom had been out a long time and it was used a little bit, but it's because of the pandemic because of the environment, the circumstances, all of a sudden, it became the go to product. So now zoom became the standard. Right? And, and they're always updating it but the standard is now zoom. So. Um, so th- th- this is so how do you innovate innovate zoom to be even better what can you do that's a that's a whole different ball game but once you've innovated new products come on you set a new standard and then everybody has to rethink what they're doing
0: um and um and, i think and, and th- there's then, that with, yeah. with with just eat you know the the kind of the, the delivery app and stuff like that you know and i guess now you have uber eats and stuff like that yeah but I, I can remember when when just eat came around and, and we're talking about the uk i don't know if it had already been around in the states or if that was after whatever happened there but i can remember like their whole kind of not not that not their pitch but the way how they kind of positioned it is they were talking to uh, just like local takeaway places you know who who may deliver themselves who, who may um not have at the time or whatever but they basically just said look if you don't come on board with this yeah. You're not going to have a business because people won't know you exist. People won't be be looking to, to order from you unless they come in physically to, to order it. Mm. You know, we're going to give them the option and they can just sit at home with a an nap and they can yeah. pick what they want and it's just going to turn up at their door. Yeah. You know. And it's like you fast forward to now, and even with the pandemic, we've seen the big chains do it. So we went back to like McDonald's and, and KFC and stuff like that. Is, is they had they had to add it in. They had to. Otherwise yeah. they wouldn't yeah. have a business. Whereas yeah. the year before, you yeah. know, they, they wouldn't dream about doing it because they would just be like, you know, the the amount of chaos that would cause and, you know, the amount of infrastructure that they would need to do it, but they had to look at something just to make it happen.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And again, um, yeah. And that's, 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 that's the whole point, isn't it? They're just, um, the, the, a new bar was set with, with Just Eat and they realized that if they didn't get on board with it, they were going to fall behind. I mean, the, the whole thing with, I know this is, pre-pandemic but the whole thing with shopping deliveries that came along that's the new normal now if you're going to open if you're going to open a grocery grocery or big grocery chain you have to give home delivery because it's the standard it's not it's, it's not an extra anymore it's a standard and that becomes standard things into the and
0: I, get, I guess that's what i mean by by the innovation is that it becomes standard yeah it does become yeah. a standard yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's like even with that i'm just thinking with the likes of you know, the, the whole kind of Bison thing and stuff like that is, yeah, okay. No, we, we get to a point now, who wants a, a vacuum that doesn't really yeah. suck that good? And, you know, you need to keep changing bags over and all this kind of stuff, yeah. you know? Yeah. Why would you not just pay a little bit extra to get, get something which is better? Yeah, I guess it comes back to that value. Like you said, the perceived value is that price becomes irrelevant if you think you're getting yeah. a better service or a better product.
1: Yeah, no, that's absolutely true, and it's it's so interesting. One of the reasons that Apple, I think, going back a while, why Apple became so popular, um, was okay. The products had a nice design, and yeah, especially the, the the phones and everything. Nice design. They weren't necessarily better than any other phone, but it was the service that was just unbelievable. You could go in and and you could get your problem solved, and then they they these these places popped up everywhere where you could just walk in and get and you had some training if you wanted it and and okay, it cost. It, of course, there was a cost involved, but but the but the service was second to none, and um, and it caught an awful lot of phone providers out, um, and that was again. It was the innovation because you know they're saying, okay, I've got one of these phones. So is everyone else. So how can we make it better? What do people want? Well, po- people want their problems fixed. If they can't get it to work, th- it's no good to them. I mean, it, nowadays. The, they're so complex phones with the computers and everything. But we still have the thing. We still have the we want more, we want it quicker. And if it doesn't work, even for even for a moment, it doesn't do as we say. We we really get, oh shit, you we get pissed off with it. You know, you put it down. Exactly and yet, that. and you think about what goes into that. But Apple sussed onto that and said, okay, if you've got a problem, give us a call, drop in here, we'll sort it out for you.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. I think, I, I think I've think i been to that kind of, what's it, is it still called like the Genius Bar? Or whatever yeah, I think it is. I think I only went there once and, and I'll be honest, man, I was blown away by the customer service. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, this is awesome. This is how every business should be. Yeah. And and I guess the, the proof is in the pudding because you know them as a company, I, I saw something the other day about how much cash they have in reserves. And it was talking about how, it was talking about the different businesses that they could buy and how many of them they could buy. And still have money left over. It was insane, right. but I guess that that there is something that obviously like you said that kind of innovation. I'm thinking back to, I was talking about Nokia, like 20 years ago, whatever it was. Well, where are they today? Yeah, you know that they're not about. And it's like you know, is that just because of that innovation? You know, and it's like I think we, we spoke on here before as well about. I can remember going back to, um, I think it was about 2009 sort of time around that sort of time, and and I had a BlackBerry. And oh, you could wow. send you yeah. you could send email from it yeah and uh, mate, i thought i was the nuts like yeah you yeah, yeah. you had, you main... had and, it, and it was like that was proper just like innovation at the time it's like yeah, you could send emails f- from your phone wow yeah, you yeah. know don't worry about text messages <laughs> you know, send Try, email. yeah emails and it, and, well. it, and, it, and it was like even now it's like well you know wherever it is is blackberry you know yeah. i know they're still about with different bits and pieces but they're not in that phone game
1: then uh, not know? really
0: and it, not and anything. it's like don't get me wrong you know there are a couple of different you know, smaller providers and stuff like that of the phones rather than, I guess, the the big kind of makes of Apple. and Yeah, yeah, um, of course. And you, you've got like, we call it Samsung. Um, but it's just like those ones have become the front runners because they keep innovating. That's they keep right. coming yeah. out, out with new phones. And, and just even with, if you look at the iPhone, for example, every time a new phone comes out, it's only improved slightly
1: oh yeah. You know? yeah, yeah yeah people
0: are queuing around the block to get the latest yeah one. i
1: know yeah <laughs> well, it's amazing it? that the 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 um the customer base that they have um that, that love them just just love the phones and and like i said you mean and they they are not particularly brilliant well they're not anything better the stuff they're not streets ahead of any other, of so for example apple and samsung they're, they're not worlds apart and those are the two names that come up uh know yeah, at the moment um they're not worlds apart but it's the, it so then the innovation part is as i say it's the service so what when people have the phone what then do they want well they want that they want service they want to know that they can easily get a problem fixed without with that without, without any question almost you know and Apple have, have, have really cornered that. If Samsung came out with something similar or better, phew, the whole balance may change, you know? Mm. Um, but then you say, okay, so we've got the phone, we've got the service, so what next? What what other things do, do people want? And I, do, I don't have those kind of answers, but there'll be people working on that and constantly trying to innovate to find- I guess better that, ways. So
0: that there's something that there's the whole kind of new range of flip phones. So it, and it's going back to like the design which was like back in the kind of late 90s, early 2000s is that it, you know that the phone flips but this time the screen yeah. is both sides you know that that yeah, that whole kind of Motorola side and, and stuff yeah. like that where whereas now I guess in, in one respect that, that actually makes perfect sense because the, the bigger screen you could have like a tablet or even you know laptop or whatever so that, because the, the phones that we use are, are used for entertainment, you know, as much as we use them for communication, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, the, the old style way of of phones and, and text messages, it's all to do with social media and it's all to do yeah. with entertainment and yeah. and how we use things that we're not even running a business from it, you know? We yeah. want we want that kind of bigger screen that, that we can do things on. Mm. But we don't want to carry it around with us. Mm. So if we can get something like that, that does flip or fold or whatever it is that, you know, we can still carry around in our pocket, but we can then open up to, to look at it. I think that will be something possibly that that could be pretty good yeah um and then i guess i guess part of it going against what i said there is, is part of it is where really you can do away with the screen is that like if you can we're talking about a watch and stuff like that you know if you can just go out with the watch on rather than carrying your phone and yeah. you can still deal with messages and you know phone calls and stuff like that from from a watch you know i guess that there is is something that you know would appeal to uh- people as well
1: do you know something that's just come to my head as well while we're talking that and talking about innovations that where things aren't needed or think people aren't ready for it? One of the big things has come, that recently came out, wasn't it, and, and I don't think people are ready for it yet, is, was Google Glasses. You know, the, mm. the whole
0: yeah. I come the same, it? Yeah,
1: Yeah, fantastic yeah. innovation. I mean, a, an amazing innovative product. Hasn't had much take up because I think, people because it's blown people's mind a little bit too much but you know i would say that could be the next big thing give it a few years and people get used to actually having something right there in in their face um which maybe they never will i don't know but
0: uh, I, I, i guess part of it it teams up with that kind of virtual reality side
1: yeah that's you know so i yeah. guess it,
0: it, maybe it goes to that kind of innovation but but you're totally right and, and even then you, you talk about google glasses like what came to my mind was google plus which was google social media yeah. platform that just never really took off right Never took off. Yeah. and and it's like st- stuff like that is they still had to try they still had to be in the game yeah be- because like we said and i think probably looking to to wrap this this episode up i think something that has really come to light as we've been talking there is that we're talking about like Apple and, and uh, Samsung having a bit of a rivalry there and always kind of improving and stuff like that. The fact is they have to. Oh, yeah. Because Whoever's number one, if they're not improving and yeah. the person in number two is improving or even number threes and fours and, you know, someone, someone off, like you said, a, a different make, you know, who's doing something right now, they're improving in a way where they can then deliver something to market, which is totally new and, and a step above whatever that competitor is. That becomes the new normal. Yeah. And then that, that whoever was number one, they have to do stuff to do it. And I guess that is probably where different companies have failed before and stuff is that they haven't looked at innovating. They've looked at something yeah. working. And, and I, you see, you've see you seen this as much as I have in business is that, you know, I usually get the call when things have stopped working or people are going to, to other competitors and stuff like that because they go, oh, we had this and it was working. And it's like, yeah, it's great. It, it was working. Now we have X, Y, and Z. So you need to improve it you know or you need to be doing this you need to be doing that to even just be in the game let alone you know be winning it and I guess with with businesses we look at the likes of Blockbuster for example (laughs) you know and Netflix just came around and and wiped the floor with it but there was a big period where it didn't yeah no and and Blockbuster could have bought it and all this kind of stuff and we look at we look at Toys R Us with the whole kind of the Amazon link up and then Amazon would just say we don't even need you why, why do we need you you know why, you need us yeah. more than we need you so let's just pull the plug
1: yeah you know
0: and it's yeah. like you know and then look what happened to toys r us and it's like stuff like that is yeah you you have to be be innovating you have to be looking at improving otherwise you're going to be left behind and i think that's even as small as just like do you know what if you're a coach and you've got a coaching product you know and it's like as much as you've got results and stuff like that someone's coming along promising more and i guess this is probably where you get that that bit of an issue that, that we've talked about before that we hate is people are talking about, they can do this and they can do that without the kind of backup. Um, but if someone's coming along and they're on par with you, but now they're talking about, they can offer X, Y, and Z. People aren't going to be listening to you because they see something better.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, and that's, that's, you know, going back, you know from how we started this podcast about innovation, that's the thing. It's a constant. I think, I think you always have to be looking to improve, to become more efficient maybe in your business you innovate your business by becoming more efficient you know, your processes and procedures um innovate the products that you offer innovate the services how can you give more that people want and, and this again comes back into that that absolute vital piece is that do people want it are people willing to pay because let's face it we're all in business to make money are people willing to pay for this extra improvement you can give them um, because there's no point bolting on an extra improvement and in cr- increasing something if people aren't interested in that improvement. Um, and that's where, again, some mistakes have been made in the past, um, where they've been too, either they've been too soon or whatever, people haven't been ready. So it's understanding, and I think this comes part to the customer care type thing, is innovation comes from asking your customers, your, your buyers, what do you really, okay, so what do you want next? What is it that, that this is so here's a phone we've done this we've done this what more do you want what is it not giving you and that's that's a vital question to ask isn't it is yeah it's a brilliant product for example but you can rest on your laurels by saying it's a brilliant product so the next thing is okay so what faults can you find with it and and then you once you ask those kind of questions and you have a you know the focus groups or whatever and they come up with different things that people that you know people will want then you can start innovating to say right we need to fix this and change our products so that it incorporates this thing. And you innovate, you set a new standard, and then everyone else has got to catch up.
0: I don't know. I, there's two things there that I'm, I'm smiling because two things I've just picked up on, and one is I already know what the next episode of the podcast is going to be about, <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and is what is what you said there is, um, yeah. do you know what ask them what they want yeah like, uh, there's there's such a massive thing between wants and need yeah because what what you deliver is actually what the customer needs yeah but way. what they buy is what they want yeah All right. and and it's matching those up and that, that's harder than than what it sounds yeah you know and it's, it's that whole kind of thing of that that henry ford quote of if i asked people what they wanted they would have said a faster horse yeah rather than a car <laughs> you know and it, and it's like but it's true, isn't it? I mean, that's what yeah. someone wanted. They, they, yeah. And if you, once you start peeling back, you know, it's that like they want to get from point A to point B faster. Yeah. You know? So the car is better, but they didn't have the, the mindset. No, to they didn't the have the so, right. you know, so he he's obviously looking at what is it they want, but he's giving them what they need. But and yeah, we're, yeah. we're going to talk about that within business, I think, about the best way to, and that, that there is, it comes back to marketing, it comes back to copy, and it comes back to all that kind of mindset side of getting the customer to look at the next step. Yeah. You know? And yeah. um, the, the second part there is just like innovation. It's like, it, th- this is what we've done with where we're looking at Progression Club. So Progression Club is something we're, we're about to launch. Yeah, and We're looking at it as that kind of, that growth environment for people who they want to move ahead, you know? And it's not a case where we're saying, look, you have to get here. You have to get there. It's that they move ahead at their own pace, you know, to, to get what, what they want to achieve, that next step of success. We're going to give them all the tools and, and that kind of growth environment to do it. But one of the big parts was, we wanted that kind of group. So we wanted a, a kind of social group that people could communicate and we could communicate and give different tasks and you know different um you know different topics and stuff like that to, to communicate about. But we didn't want to do what everyone else is doing and go, oh, we'll just create a Facebook group. Oh, uh, yeah. You know? And, and we are sending people off to Facebook. It's like, well, if someone's coming into their members area and again all this kind of stuff and we've got live video in there and you know, QA and and courses and all this kind of stuff why send them off somewhere else to, yeah. to go to a group let's just build a group within inside yeah the members area and, that, and that's what we've done yeah. you know and and to me it's just like yeah do you know what well, not thinking about it on a grand scale but that there is just that innovation stuff of you know something that makes us different it's like yeah stop jumping around to all these different places yeah exactly bring it together yeah. it's just yeah. a, it's all in one place yeah you know and it's like we'll put a link somewhere you know wherever you're listening or watching this there'll be a link below to check out progression yeah. club it will be on a special offer so take advantage of it now but it is just that that thing of yeah okay look it's probably taking seven different things several different things of what people are doing elsewhere but combining it together yeah. to put it all in one place
1: yeah
0: you know and it's just like yeah it, that, that there's total innovation right
1: Innovation, definitely innovative, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Hey, I think I think that's it from me. Um, we we'll look to wrap up. Is there anything else you want to, to add or go through? Uh,
1: no, I think as I, as I said, it's just um, I think as that's hit. Yeah, that that last point has really hit the nail on the head. Innovation is about is about what we have done is to take separate things um, and pull them together into a, a one place, one product. It becomes more innovative because instead of people having to go. All over the shop to find something
0: it's there for them that's innovative and i just I just think as well mate we, we were talking about uh last week about the compound effect and the slight edge and we were saying that we need something else you know to, to oh yes kind of talk about it and, and we came up with the momentum spiral we did right? but but the reason that we came up with that is again we were saying that those phrases the way how they, those are, are kind of taught is they are correct they are great but there's more that's needed for today's market yeah and we're talking then exactly what you're saying is taking different bits and then kind of improving it and continuously improving it. Well, that's why we've gone with the spiral because we're always moving up. We're always going up and round and you know going through the different levels that we need to go through yeah. to achieve it. And it's like, yeah, innovation. Well, okay, look, it's all about creating momentum to move forward. Yeah. And then instead of just moving forward, we want to move upwards. We're moving upwards, aspiring you know? so upwards yeah. to the next level. So yeah. I think we'll, we'll wrap things up there, Mark. It's always been yeah, a pleasure.
1: Yeah, sounds good
0: this is it and I'll catch up with you in the next episode
1: yeah okay thanks very much see you then you. bye-bye